Welcome back to the Dis Dump Podcast, episode 100. It had to be special, and here we are. It is. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> we still have Josh with us, but now we have Chris from the Geek Peak and High on Horror. What up, Chris? Hey, yo. What up, boys? Uh, you just heard Josh and I gushing about how this is the greatest movie ever made. Maybe not words that he used, but words I'm using. And uh, we convinced Chris he needed to watch it, and we need to talk about a different perspective on this amazing movie. What'd you think of it, Chris? <laughs> and watch it, I did. Uh, so, <laughs> like, there were part like I kept going back and forth as I watched this movie. I was like, it's it's like really well made throughout, and some of the story is like really really intriguing. And I will say, like, I definitely wanted to know what the beast of was it Jevoudon? Jevoudon. Yeah, I wanted to know what that was, but the ending fell so flat for me. Really? I was like, I was like, why in the fuck is this the direction that they took this story? Like, they a hundred percent should have. Like, this movie would have been a thousand times better if it had legitimately been a werewolf. You think so? I can't argue that. <laughs> I, d- I do think so. I think that introducing French aristocracy uh, and utilizing a quote unquote beast, which is a like an African hound or some shit in a curious or curious uh, that is trained to hunt and then like alluding to some kind of fucking necromancer guy. But really, it's just Vincent Cassell <laughs> with some weird fucked up arm that he's been hiding the entire movie was <laughs> such a weird ass fucking decision to make. And like this movie, I felt like it just like could not find its lane in terms of like it just tried to do too much in like combine something that I don't like in cinema or in TV is when something does not find its lane. Like when something tries to be too many things it automatically just takes me out of it. It's like, why are you incorporating all of these different aspects of like stories and like tones into one? So like cinematography, awesome acting, awesome character, like character development and like actual dialogue. I enjoyed, but the story itself, I was like, this is fucking stupid at the end of it. I was (laughs) mad. I was legitimately mad because I was like, this movie could have been way better. And, you know, I was even willing to overlook the random martial arts fights I that happen. So I was like, look, why whore talk? I was what like, why are you incorporating martial arts in a French film? Because it's fucking badass. I mean, the Iroquois guy, Manny, it makes sense that he would be fighting like that. But everyone else, there's like jump kicks and fucking somersaults and shit. And I'm just like. What in the fuck? Why is this in here? And I yeah, liter- he puts that dude's face into the wall. <laughs> I overlooked it. I overlooked it, and then like reflect. Not overlook. That's the best part to the movie. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Okay. All right. All right. You're not giving us chances to talk about it. Talk about it. So okay, like, right. uh, I I hear your points though. They're they're pretty solid points. This movie does try and do an awful lot. A period piece <laughs> with kung fu and monster horror elements while also talking about politics and historical accuracy <laughs> so there's there's a lot of things going on i get that don't but forget the, the love story is it the bone sword whip did we lose you have the bone sword whip? <laughs> <laughs> you like the soul caliber weapons and fighting <laughs> honestly i wasn't even gonna go into that but <laughs> like that just again 
It's like that they, fight was epic. They you kept trying the to out, they kept trying to outdo themselves. Like you know, would be really you know, would be crazier than what we've already done if we gave him a weapon that is just the most absurd shit you've ever seen. There are and, legit like four hours of deleted scenes for this movie. Like this movie <laughs> could have been so much longer, and they cut so much of it out. Most of which was in the whorehouse. Um, what did you think of Monica Belusi and the fact that she doesn't wear pants for most of the movie? Well, that part's fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, who's going to say, no, I didn't like that part. She was actually, she, I liked her character too. And like, I didn't, it wasn't like a miss at the end when she was, you know, actually working for the Pope secretly um, in the Vatican. Mm-hmm. But her attitude is so weird. <laughs> it is weird. It's like, do you want to fuck this night? Yeah. She's like, do you want to fuck? Do you want to meet the Pope? Go away or I'll kill you. (laughs) In order. Immediately without pause, she says those three things. Those are are the three questions I'm going to ask the woman that I'm going to ask to marry me at some point in my life. (laughs) Do you want to fuck? Do you want to meet the Pope? Go away. (laughs) If she passes the test, then I'm allowed to give her the ring. Dude, I love this movie. That like this movie is so good. L- okay, so yeah, there isn't Wang Chung and Kung Fu fighting in 17th century France. I'll give you don't you know that. that. Well, okay, <laughs> I don't know that. the bad guy from fucking John Wick Three is out here killing people with tomahawks. Yeah. What's not to like about that? His name is Mark Dukaskis. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Manny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about when Manny died, Chris? Did I was you not sad. cry like no, a man? I, I was sad. I, I legitimately, he was, I think, probably the best character in the entire story. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it was just all the other stuff that was shoehorned in. Like, for example, um, the fucking, I'm going to call her a gall, but she wasn't. The gall woman that was, like, a recurring the character witch. throughout the story. <laughs> yeah. Was she a witch, though? That's what her reputation was, was. She's the witch. She doesn't say a word okay. in the whole movie, but she does hiss at people and lick people in the yeah. face. Yeah, she's gyp- gypsy trash, is what she is. <laughs> I was like, why? Why are we focusing on this? Like, at no point in time was she ever important outside of being the daughter of the beast tamer. <laughs> and so, like, a lot of misses in that respect. Like, you said this movie had an additional four hours. Well, they should have probably cut like another hour out of this movie or at least 30 minutes of it because it was just like they could have tightened I, it up. I, yeah, I wanted it more concise. Um, also, the ending where it's the narration of the what, is, what was uh, he? Marquis the son Thomas. Of, yeah, I like just why? did we need to incorporate the French revolution at the finale of this film? Yeah. I was very confused by that. I didn't know what was going on. He was like, but he's a good guy. And the reason is because the French revolution was happening. That's the whole reason that the story is being told is because There's like, nothing to do with the werewolf. he's going to die. There is no werewolf, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> the, uh, so, so the, the beast of Jean Boudin is a real thing. They just made it a monster in this movie. Um, so as I said earlier in the episode, I watched documentaries about the beast of Jean Boudin and people trying to figure out what it was. And the general consensus was it's a hyena that was trained to kill people. And this dude, they knew specifically who had access to hyenas. He trained them to kill women and children. And they killed 500 people in four years, 500 women and children. With that, that was level- it co- 
Was it covered in cool ass body armor? I don't think so. No. <laughs> With that level of like actual source material, this movie could have been significantly better. Yeah, I like, don't think so. This thing was massive compared to if it had been a hyena, I would have been real pissed. <laughs> yeah, I like the monster and the slow reveal. I don't know of any movie I like that does a slow reveal better than this movie. Can you think? What of about any? that scene that's all like the Predator, where they're setting off traps to catch the beast? That's part of my issue with it. Man, he goes into his war paint. This thing is not supernatural at all, and they drop a fucking log with spikes on it, and he bursts through a fucking wood wall. This <laughs> yeah, thing, but- and he and he fucks up that entire cabin when he's inside. It's like, how are you going to tell me that any animal, any animal? That is alive outside of a fucking hippo or an elephant is going to do that level of damage to a wood house. He's an African beast. It could have been a hippo. We don't fucking know. He also doesn't recover from all of Manny's traps and stuff. Like, he's out of commission for the rest of the movie once the traps and shit go off. Like, they, they, he is fucked up. Like, there is no more Beast of Jeboudan after that. Then it becomes me, the Brotherhood of the Wolf. Let me add another aspect to this movie that was completely unnecessary that, again, shoehorned. Why did Vincent Cassell need to rape his sister? So yeah, the reason for that, it did come out of nowhere, but the reason for that is uh, Sardis, the uh, the priest, he needed to be able to manipulate Vincent Castle's character because he is the strongest character in the movie. He is like, he doesn't fall for anybody's bullshit the whole time. Like anytime there's any kind of trickery happening, Vincent Castle has it figured out. Anytime that anyone's trying to bully him, he's like, fuck you, you're not bullying me. So the fact that he had to be a part of this, they shoehorned in the like, oh, well, we are manipulating you because we know you want to fuck your sister. Like that's the only reason that plot line is in there. And I will give you that plot line can go. <laughs> I think my biggest issue with the film was how many dead end plots there were with how serious and suppose like you could tell that this was a serious movie where like the writing was important. And like I said, the interactions between Manny and the knight were awesome. Uh, what was it? Greg, Gregor, Greg Ward, the Frosac. I, I'm yeah. surprised you got like the. I don't know why the subtitles would call him the knight. I've never seen that in anything. That's so well, much more badass. They, they call him the knight a lot of times. Do they? Who does? I've never heard that uh, at all. Like a lot of characters throughout the movie. Um, the commoners call him the knight. Uh, what's his face? The uh, Vincent Cassell's character. Yeah, Vincent Cassell's character. But they regularly, because I had the captions on the whole time, because I was like, I don't want to miss anything, because this is a pretty dense movie. Yeah, but um, like their interactions were fucking awesome, and I liked his backstory. Like again, it's like it was such an amalgamation of like good plots and just terrible plots that I was like, all right, why, why are you doing that? Like. I think the reason that I'm down on it is more so that this movie could have been a lot better than it was. And that's what frustrates me about it. Because like who in the editing room is like, let's leave this in. Let's leave this in. Let's also (laughs) add this. Like whoever did the editing for this movie sucks ass and should never edit another movie ever again. (laughs) Yeah. The six and a half hour cut would probably make more sense with the things they left in. But if they're trying to make a two and a half hour cut of it, they could have made a two hour cut of it and it would have probably been a better movie. I'll give you that. It's still my favorite movie. I hear all of your critiques. So like I don't a hundred percent disagree with you on any of them. However, I fucking love this movie. It's so good. Like, 
Josh went would online be... and immediately was like, I'm going to buy it. And he found a copy of it that's attached to the Scorpion King. <laughs> <laughs> Another classic masterpiece. <laughs> I just think like anything that's got an hour and 42 minute runtime, like that shit better be good. Because that's a lot of time to put in for a film. You mean a two hour and, and 42 minute runtime? Or just an hour? I don't know what you're trying to say. I'm no, sorry. A, a, sorry, 142 minute runtime. There we go. Um, But like, that was my biggest issue at the end of it. It was like, why the fuck was that so long? Like, they could have told that story in an hour and a half and it would have been so much tighter and better. And like, my criticisms of it were more so from the writing and, like, direction aspect. Because, like, like I said, the cinematography, all the scenes in the bogs and stuff were actually really cool and super creepy. And, like, I liked all of the stuff. In Like, they did a really good job on all of the period piece stuff. Like, anytime they were in the castle, all the costumes looked good. But I was just like, why, like... They must have just been doing movies different back then in 2001. <laughs> but I'm like, how do you... How, like, it was a real weird time for movies. <laughs> yeah, like like when, when the people who made this watched it, how were they not like, okay, that could go, that could go, that could go. All right, this will be a much better movie if we cut those couple things. Well, it's also... And then, it, what, it's not an American movie, so the way it's like paced and structured and everything, it's going to be different because we're so used to a certain style. Also, homegirl died, almost died from getting raped. Yeah, like she had been poisoned by her brother's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, the actual like filming of the rape scene would have revealed more about why she is in a coma after it. Probably because they... he touched her with those nasty fucking fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love how they never touch. Like they don't ever touch on why he looks like a fucking necromancer either. <laughs> He's growing his arm like, back. I got attacked by an animal in Africa, but now my hand is fucked for life. Like not not like mauled, but like I look like a fucking ring wraith now. <laughs> there was definitely some like, oh, we already have footage that the guy has one arm. Who could it possibly be? Well. Vincent seems like he's got a bad guy face. Let's make him the bad guy. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like overall, I just like my biggest thing is I don't think I could in good conscience recommend this movie to someone because I wouldn't want them to watch an hour and 42 minutes and then be disappointed like I was. But like it wasn't it wasn't you. like it wasn't like a bad movie. It just wasn't worth the time that I put into it. How dare you? You this come in here, a masterpiece. you spit in this man's face. How dare you? Miles was so adamant about me watching this. And I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And I watched it. I watched the fuck out of it. I fell asleep like an hour in and I woke up and it was towards the end. And I was like, I'm going back to where I was and rewatch the whole fucking thing. And Dude, the I, reveal when when Fransac is like, OK, Manny also taught me how to be a badass. And he goes into the hunting cabin and he fucks up like 75 dudes like that shit's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, you well, like that shit? I it wasn't that I didn't like that, but it was like the movie again, tonally, it just did not fit like he was like, I'm going to go on this fucking voyage of bloodshed now. And OK, for a French film that's based in the late 1700s, there's not one fucking sword fight. <laughs> Why? Why? I mean, there's this Wolverine dudes. They have like sword hand things. Yeah. 
but it was all like hand to hand combat and shit. And I'm like, okay. And then, you know, you get the bone whip at the end. Like, I just wish they really should just have been like, we're not going to use CGI at all in this film outside of the monster. And like every scene with the monster before the reveal was good. Like I enjoyed all of them, but I think really what it was for me was like a letdown. Once you realized like what the monster was like, they fucking attached steel mandibles to this, this creature. Yeah. They, they in like order to Frankenstein his shit, make it more deadly. And I don't know. It's just like, it had so much going on. I mean, like on Rotten Tomatoes, it says the 72%. So it's considered fresh. So maybe people would enjoy it. But I was like, it's just, it felt a little absurd as I watched it. <laughs> that I understand. That I get. I totally get and the it, absurdity of this movie. And then it would oscillate to being like, this is a super serious movie. Like, look at this drama that's like got a horror background to it, which I mean, that, that for me, that's just not my style. Like, so I can't say that everybody who would watch this movie would not like it. Like you guys both really enjoyed it. But yeah, for me, it was like, just not my cup of tea. The scene with the fucking sheep in the mud bog thing and the creature comes down and get, I will give you the first hour and a half of the movie is better than the second hour of the movie. Like it definitely, all the intrigue and the buildup is definitely better th- but but then the second the tail end of it is where all the plot happens you know <laughs> i feel like i didn't need even to know anything that was going on as to why they were doing x y or z i just needed to like be immersed in like the intrigue of like what is this monster why is this happening but like when it takes you an additional hour or so hour to an hour and a half to explain why they're doing X, Y, or Z. I feel like there was just shortcomings in the front end of it in terms of foreshadowing. Like how many times could they have just been like, oh yeah, like the king. Like for example, he goes, uh, Fransac goes back to France, right? He goes back to Paris and they're like, what about this book? And then they're like, oh, actually they're mass producing this book in this fucking Gaulish, like fucking cavern. And that's that's supposed to you know tie the fucking beast together. That's him. He's still there, but they uh, it's the Pope's order to undermine the King's order is what that book is. But then it's like there. There's a lot going on in this movie that it's worth a rewatch. But all of your points are valid. I get it. You're allowed to not like it. It's fine. They're like mass printing novels in a fucking cavern. Is is good movie though. <laughs> I, like the movie. I was also and, when I saw it eleven. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean the nostalgia factor. I I totally get that. Like if if this is your jam, not to yuck your yum. I just uh, I don't know. It and just the, like the the thing. marriage of fucking practical and CGI that. I didn't think there was a, like, I think it holds up 20 fucking one years later. Like, the CGI was not that bad. The CGI for the monster was fine. It was yeah. the other shit that I didn't like. Like, the fucking bone whip, for example. It was yeah. just, like, How dare you? not, it was How silly. <laughs> and, and like, so, like, let me compare it to another uh, period piece horror movie from around the same time that I think does a much better job of keeping its tone. Sleepy Hollow. Like, 
Are you kidding me? Get out of here with this bullshit. I'm sorry I didn't have fucking kung fu shit, you guys. My bad. Like Johnny it, Depp it actually, karate chopping people would have made yeah, that a, a decent movie. Didn't have super cool Johnny Depp in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, different strokes for different folks. I'm just saying, if I'm going to watch a movie, I want it to actually like stick to what its genre is. And I felt like this one was like, let's do five genres. It's going to be an action movie. <laughs> It's also going to be a period piece. It's also going to be a horror. There's going to be a romance subplot mixed in. And we're going to mix in political intrigue. That's five different fucking stories that they tried to shoehorn into this. And that's why it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Hitting five different demographics. Knocking them out of the fucking park. Hitting five different demographics, but not hitting one of them properly. <laughs> Oh, well, okay, Chris, what do you, well, Josh, do you have anything that you need to say to this man before we start to wrap it up? I thought I knew you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I spent $4 and two hours of my time on this. Did you buy it? Yeah, I, or I rented it $3, I guess, on Amazon. I I had to rent it twice. (laughs) I love You're, this movie. I wouldn't give you, this movie up for any other movie except maybe The Dark Knight, Inception, or Infinity War. They're the only ones that come even close to how much oh, I like this all movie. All of those movies are definitely better. Than <laughs> eh, you know. I'm just literally shaking I do my know. head. <laughs> like, I have guilty pleasure movies, but I don't tell others that, hey, the, my guilty pleasure is fucking amazing. <laughs> Josh liked it. He went online and looked up buying it. It's a good movie. It was he just didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why was it expensive? It's like $43 for the DVD. <laughs> fuck that. You would have to pay me that much to watch it again. Oh, Apparently not. <laughs> there's, there's no fucking way that I would pay $43 for this movie. You I'm do sorry. get a lot from a rewatch of this, though. Like, you really do get a lot from a rewatch. Every t- Even to this day, every time I rewatch it, I pick up something new. It's, it is but- a well-crafted movie. And the next thing that this dude made of any merit was Silent Hill. Did you watch that movie? Do you like that movie? You don't like that movie. What's the matter I with didn't. your brain? Ugh, there's something wrong with you. All right, so like we've established that Chris's opinion no longer matters. It's fine. So what do you think, Chris? Keep not. it or dump it? You know, Miles, I know how much you love this movie. I'd say keep it. Yeah, but you would also also so you don't have to pay forty three fucking dollars for this film. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about getting a Blu-ray and still being able to lend out the DVD. Everybody I've talked to except you is like Miles. This movie was fucking dope. Every single person but you, <laughs> and that's okay. There needs to be another perspective on it, which is why we're talking about it right now. I will say my favorite character by far was Manny. Fuck oh, it. for sure, Manny's yeah, the shit. Like, He's he's I, I really loved what they did with him and I thought his backstory was cool. And honestly, they could have if they had cut like 30 minutes of all the other bullshit, we probably could have gotten some more like Manny shit, which would have been cool. True. Mm-hmm. So uh, you do a show other than High on Horror. We've already plugged that, but you do a show called The Geek Peak. Why don't you tell the audience about it? So I try not to be super down on films. So sorry if anybody is a huge Brotherhood of the Wolf lover out there. There are um, a few of them. But, I'm just putting it out there. When I posted yeah. that I was going to do this, a lot of people were like, dude, that's the best movie ever. And I was like, oh, no. Anyway, go on. <laughs> All right. So to those of you who think it's the best movie ever, 
I we review other movies that are good. <laughs> <laughs> so come check out the Geek Peak at Geek Peak Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Geekpeakpod.com is our website. Um and yeah, I think it's a lot easier to uh tear down something than build it up. So that's why I started with all the stuff that I liked about this movie because I think that while I wasn't a fan of the film as a whole, it does have some really compelling parts. Um, specifically, I really like the cinematography. I thought it was, it was really, well really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so come check out Geek Peak. We talk bullshit, drink beers, and shoot the shit. Hell yeah. Josh, you got any closing statements? Or are you ready to go to bed? No, nah, I'm good. I've plugged all my shit. <laughs> yeah. All righty, audience. Well, until uh, next time. Next time we're talking about uh, Burnout 3, The Takedown, which is fucking awesome. Ooh. And I had my friend from fucking Washington State fly out here to do it. It's a great episode. So check it out. <laughs> all right. Uh, until next week. Toodles. Toodles.